If you could please uh, state your name, your title, where you work. Hi, this is Matt Smith from North Country School. I'm the director of school. Going down that dirt road. Welcome to Lake Placid, New York's Olympic Village. It's home of the 1932 and 1980 Winter Olympics. Welcome to the show. We are Lake Placid. Brought to you by the Lake Placid News. I'm the editor, Andy Flynn, and we're celebrating all the people that make this one of the best places to live on Earth. Safe care right now. That's what you'll find at Adirondack Health. Many of you have delayed going to the doctor or the hospital during the pandemic, but at Adirondack Health, they've taken specific steps to increase your safety, like streamlining their check-in process, using high-tech disinfectant machines. Bottom line, Adirondack Health makes your safety their top concern. Learn more at adirondackhealth.org. That's adirondackhealth.org. It was Wednesday, February 17th. I spoke with Matt Smith. He's the director at North Country School in Lake Placid. And we talked about a program called Lamb Watch. Basically, ninth graders spend the night in the barn to see if the 10 pregnant ewes show signs of labor. And if one of them is showing signs of labor, they need to contact the barn manager. North Country School is a fourth through ninth grade um, junior boarding school where we have students from all over the country and all over the world coming together on our 220-acre campus that um, has its own farm and barn and ski hill and uh, lake and you know access to mountain trails right off campus. And we all come together and embark on this place-based educational experience for nine months together. So that's that's kind of we're right you know outside Lake Placid on Round Lake um, right after the Cascade Pass off of 73. And you embody the international spirit of Lake Placid. You've got plenty of folks what, from all over the, the globe, right? Yeah, yeah. We have students coming from all over the, uh, all over the world. Um, and, you know, this year was a little bit more challenging getting our international students here on campus. In fact, we were able to um, get our students from China uh, on, on campus this January by sending two faculty members to Dubai, <laughs> the UAE. And they met um, four students in Dubai and they quarantined for two and a half weeks in a hotel together. And then they flew back to the United States together. And now we have um, you know, a larger international student population because we we're finally able to figure out how to get them to travel um, to school for the school year. Uh, before that, they were online for the first half of the year. So I, I I love talking about your school because it's so unique. I mean, how many schools in the United States actually have farms? I mean, you've got, you know, you're growing vegetables and, and stuff like that, but you're also, you've got animals. Yeah, yeah. We, and the kids get to spend so much time with those animals and, and uh, so much time on the farm, uh, which is a big part of our curriculum and a big part of the experience for our students here. Um, we have barn chores every single day where students are getting up in the morning and they're going over and they're they're feeding um, and watering and caring for, for the horses, the goats, the sheep, the chickens, the turkeys. Um, and I know <laughs> Erica, our barn manager, whom you'll speak with um, later, would probably add to that list. I'm probably missing um, an animal or two, but I think that's the, the horses. We have 14 horses. Um, so it, it's it's uh, a lot of work 
that the students are an instrumental part of, of uh, caring for that part of our campus and our gardens led by Tess Faller, um, you know, produce a large amount of the food we eat in the dining room. Um, we, we have harvest season in the fall where all our students get in the field and they, they collect potatoes and carrots and greens throughout the, the fall. And um, that's the food we eat in the dining room. As I prepared for this phone call, I had to uh, brush up on sheep because what, what the male is a ram, the female is a U, right? E W E. And <laughs> yep. then any sheep that's under like a year old is called a lamb, right? Correct. Uh, yeah, it's correct. So right now, uh, this is the time of year toward the end of the winter um, and going into uh, hopefully spring uh, in the Adirondacks, which could come later than other places. But you're you're, uh, you're watching the uh, the pregnant sheep, the ewes, and uh, how does that work? You call it lamb watch. Explain that to me in a typical year, and then maybe we can talk about how things are changing during COVID. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So a big part of our curriculum at North Country School is teaching students about life cycles. They see it um, when they plant the, um, the the vegetables that we harvest each fall in the spring, and they come back and they get to see those um, fully maturing over the course of the summer. And then they also get to experience this, this lamb watch. Um, um, and so our students participate in our ninth grade students they're our oldest students they participate in lamb watch um it's a senior privilege and what that is is um each night they head over to a a collection of students head over to the barn and they sleep uh in the barn um with the sheep and they're on watch and they're 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 there to um and alert Erica, our barn manager, of any sheep that go into labor overnight, and they're there to just kind of keep an eye on the the, the ewes who are um, quite large and ready to uh, deliver lambs at any moment. Um, we had our first night, I think it was negative 19 out, um, and the students are pretty hardy. They they were really comfortable. Um, it's warm in there. They have warm sleeping bags, and it, it wasn't a bad experience by any means. It was really, uh, the kids love it. This is like, you know, for you, you asked about COVID uh, year and how that works for us. Um, they, it was wonderful. They put together a presentation on why Lamb Watch is so important, uh, why Lamb Watch is such an important tradition to them and how they can safely do it with um, all the COVID protocols that are in place this school year. So I'm trying to picture this in my mind. You've got students in sleeping bags. Are they on cots? Are they in in, in the straw? Or <laughs> yeah, they're in the straw. They're they're in the straw, and they kind of have their own space. And they're um, they're all spread. You know, this year all spread out, you know, well six feet apart. Um, but I think you know they have their area away from the lambs, but they're they're right in there with them in, so, in the barn. So they're sleeping there. Maybe you've got uh, how many how many students now with the pandemic? at a time um i think it's about three or four per night and so they spread out they, and the, you know, the barn space is pretty large and so they have 12 feet of space um i think the the presentation that the students gave this year was that they have um 12 feet of distance per student so they, they're sleeping far away from one another so are they up all night or do they have one person watching while two people sleep or how does that work yeah so they take shifts and there's an alarm there you know i, I assume that they're probably all waking up when that alarm goes off to check on it. And they just wake up from time to time to um, go through and check on all the use and see how, um, see how the mothers are doing. 
the reason we're early this year is because we're trying to hopefully have more lambs. Um, and I, I think one of the experiments Erica is conducting this year is she's she's pushing the cycle up in the calendar. And I, her theory, her hypothesis is that we'll get more lambs because of it. So when you say push the cycle up, I, how do you mean that? How do you push the cycle up? Um, I think the um, the mating happens earlier in the school year. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's that's kind of, you know, they put the ram in with um, the ewes earlier on than they would normally. And so it's February. I believe typically March would be uh, when the lambs come. Right. How many rams do you have? Uh, one ram. So Erica, as the barn manager, does she have to be there for every delivery yeah yeah and so you know, part of the reason the students are out there is they're, they're learning to be a part of the community and, and to help out the community and so erica's got a huge job she's caring for all those animals she, she and her family live right next to the barn um on campus and so she's on every single night and she you know she's on call every single night and, and when the students go home for break she'll continue to be on call and, and delivering these lambs um well into march and so the students are there to kind of help erica out and and be a another resource for her as well and uh that's that's a big part of the lamb watch process and she's gonna be um delivering a lot of lambs pretty soon and she's i, th- I think you know for the the one she and tess faller the, the garden manager will be helping out as well that process is going to get going soon, and she'll be there through throughout the entirety of it. I noticed that uh, on, on your social media that it's not just ninth graders that uh, get to learn about uh, the sheep, but I think there was a eighth grade biology class that went out there to to check out the sheep as well. Yeah, yeah, and uh, our all all of our students are in the barn um, each week, and so they're out there most days. Um, right now, our our younger students, our fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh graders, are on barn chores this week. So they're going out there every day and they're taking care of the animals, visiting the ewes, and um, it's it's a really cool experience. They 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 love it. They look forward to it, and um, it's helpful for them to from an educational perspective. But they also learn um, how to be a member of a community and how to help out um, a community. There are some like rescues, uh, animal rescue places that that name their animals. Do you guys do that at the farm? Yeah, I think all of our all all of our animals have a name. Absolutely, yeah. What's the name of the ram? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, Erica will know that for sure. Um, but yeah, the the uh, the the naming of there's there are these three goats that my daughter, I have a three-year-old daughter and she goes to the barn and does barn chores whenever she can. Um, and she loves this, this goat. Um, I'm blanking on the name right now, but, uh, going back to that question, you asked about the, 
other parts of the curriculum and how, how it works into this. I know um, Noni Eldridge, who's been uh, a longtime art teacher here for us. She worked on felting um, and she took the, we, we sheared the sheep earlier this winter and she, we used that wool to felt little sweaters for the baby lambs. So uh, our students were doing that. Um, so when the w- lambs come out and they're tiny and it's cold out, they'll have these little sweaters that our students felted for them. Well, so what's what's next at the farm? Is what do you guys do for maple season? Because that's coming up, right? Yeah, sugaring season's right around the corner, and that and that's Tess Faller, uh, our um, our garden manager, and she's going to be um, starting that one up probably as soon as the temperatures um, are. You know, I think it needs to be freezing at night and above freezing during the day. So as soon as the the temperatures cooperate, we'll start sugaring season, and our students. We'll uh, learn all about that cycle and that process, and again, just kind of revisiting life cycles and um, and and the rhythm to the seasons um, is an important part of the experience our students get here. And they'll return from spring break on March 17th, and probably immediately be right in the middle of sugaring season. Well, people think that late uh, late February is a slow time in the Adirondacks, but for North Country School and the students and the faculty and the staff, it's pretty darn busy. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, it's a busy time on the on the campus, and uh, the students love being a part of the process. And yeah, I, th- I think um, we produce a, a large amount of our maple syrup right here on campus, and we have this really cool sugaring shack, and uh, we harvest the wood for the sugaring shack on campus. Um, so it, I think the, the the sustainability element and just kind of the the self-sufficiency that they're hopefully picking up on is something they take away from, from this, this place and this experience. Well, we're talking about Lamb Watch at North Country School in Lake Placid with uh, Director of School Matt Smith. Thanks for your time, Matt. Absolutely. Great speaking with you today, and have a wonderful lamb season. Go downhill. For more on this story and the latest news in sports from New York's Olympic region, check out the Lake Placid News. We're on stands now. Or, if you insist, check us out online at www.lakeplacidnews.com. Special thanks to Dan Bergren for providing our music. Learn more about Dan and his fascinating story, a life in radio, education, and folk music at bergrenfolk.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Andy Flynn, editor at the Lake Placid News. We are Lake Placid. Mm-hmm.